Okay, uh, welcome everybody to Abnormal Adventures. Um, today, my guest is my sister, Kate. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Tired. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, I feel like this is the first time in a while that I've had someone sitting in my little podcast area. Like the first time not on Zoom. In months. I'm the special. Closer. You are special. Um, so, what do you do for a living, Kate? I'm a registered nurse. Woo. I wish we could have gone to your graduation, but COVID fucked that over. Yeah, it's actually really disappointing. It's a big yeah. letdown. Do you think, like, once everything opens, are they letting people come back and do that or no? Uh, they had a virtual one. They were talking about bringing people back in, but, but no. no. Did they already send you your, like, is it a diploma? Oh, yeah. Like, right when I graduated, right when I got my, uh, uh, what's it called? My official pass and mm -hmm. official graduation stuff they send your diploma they send your everything in the mail so i've got my diploma i've got this i've got that and yeah. blah 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 it's all fancy still hasn't been put in the frame because uh moving. buying yeah yeah moving <laughs> and buying frames online sucks correct that is very true um because you went to school how many years ago for the rpm i graduated in 2013 i didn't realize that was that long ago and then you just graduated almost like a year and a half ago now. Yeah. Well, a little bit more than that. About a year and a half. So yeah. 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 So that's exciting. We're not going to talk about our job. No. Other than um, how was it uh, working in nursing during COVID? Was it like, I hate my life? Yes. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to work from home, but unfortunately you can't. Yes. I yeah. agree with that statement. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Me and you were like the only ones in our family that like I didn't get to work. You had to still go to work the whole time, but, like, everyone else just went to working it from home. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like yeah. Everyone, yeah, like, I had to go to work, and I feel like everybody else got to sit on their butts at home and drink coffee and I got to sit on work. my butt, yeah. but I get paid nothing, so. Yeah. 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 No, <laughs> no I, like, I think COVID, you're really fortunate in this kind of thing where, like, you do get to be kind of a part of it, and it's a different world from being mm -hmm. in the general public where you get True. to see... You hear a lot of the stuff that the general public won't. Um, you're experiencing it firsthand. You're putting the PPE on every day, mm -hmm. which is ex yeah, it's kind of neat at first, and you know, learning all the new policies and procedures. And then you are really over it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people understand how uh, draining that is on you. Oh, for sure. How draining that is um, having to be around people, yeah. having to. Be yeah. in it all the time. It's extremely draining, even if you're having good days at work. It's so true. And, like, even with, I find with work, like, people complain about having to put their mask on for 20 minutes because they're used to sitting at home and mm. not having to wear it. And then all of a sudden they're like, I don't want to wear my mask. I'm like, think of the people that are at the hospital. I saw a post the other day, and it was from, like, a nurse's or a doctor's or a medical professional's standpoint, maybe even mm. an ENT. And they said, um, picture doing CPR for a half an hour mm -hmm. with an N95 mask. Goggles or a face shield, a cap, a gown, gloves, and they listed Booties. pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. And then they said, and then you can complain about having to wear a mask for mm -hmm. 20 minutes in a grocery and store. And I will, this is the only thing I'm going to say about work. But I did work on an isolation unit mm -hmm. uh, when COVID first started. I'm in mental health, so we uh, we aren't in ICUs and stuff like that. But I was in the isolation unit, and we did. We wore that every day. Booties, uh, gowns, masks face shields, hair nets, mm -hmm. gloves, the whole shebang, all night, all day. And we did have lots of codes. Yeah. And you do have code whites and you do have code blues and you do and you're running yep. around in this all the time. Yeah. Um, now that I'm back on my regular unit, it's a mask and a shield all the time still, but even that, like, if you think a mask is hard, try wearing mm -hmm. some crap on your face for all day, every yep. day. And and you don't think about the things that even, you know, people think about, Oh, I can't breathe, I can't do this, blah, 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 blah. But even, like, uh, Carrie and I were just talking about our faces and how yeah. they've changed from having to wear all this, like, the the acne, the the dry, the peeling, the, mm -hmm. you know, everything that you're getting from all this that are going to have lifelong effects. Yep. Um, and, I, I mean, on the other side of the coin, we don't have COVID. Yep. But, I mean, you really have to think about all those little things that really affect you mentally. And it's it's I think it's hard for everybody mentally because you can't do the things that you would normally do mm -hmm. uh, to cope with a stressful job to Correct. begin with. And that's everybody's job, not yep. just a nurse. Yep. So 
you're talking about like I want to go and just hang out at a friend's house in the backyard yeah. or I don't need to go to Wonderland. I don't need to travel. I want to travel, mm-hmm. but I don't need to. Yeah. So it's those little things. And I was fortunate enough to live in the adjoining, I want to say I know. half of the house. Half yeah. of the house, yeah. Yeah, adjoining half of the house um, through most of COVID. So at least I had my sister, my mom around mm-hmm. all the time. But other than that, like, it's it's hard. It's, it's hard, hard for everybody. Even, yeah. even when you were on the isolation wing, like, I remember how stressful it was of just, like, when you got home, it was, like, all work clothes outside, straight into a shower, shower down. Like, there was the risk of possibly bringing it home to family. Oh, yeah. Right? And, you, and like, you don't think about, so, now my regularly long work routine of working 12 hours, so driving an hour to work, working for 12 hours, driving an hour home, having very little time than having go to go to bed mm-hmm. or sacrifice the very little sleep that you get to now coming home, stripping off all your clothes, uh, bringing out my work clothes in a sealed bag to go into a special other sealed bag mm-hmm. until I did the laundry, um, and then having to wipe down your backpack, your yeah, all your, like even your work containers when you're at work and you're eating lunch and you have your containers, those can possibly be contaminated as well. Yeah. So you really have to think about all that stuff. That's very true. Um, we'll get off COVID stuff now in your work. Uh, mm. so I thought <laughs> we would talk about fun time. So before you went into school for nursing, you went to school for outdoor ed, mm-hmm. um, up at Algonquin college and you got to do outdoor adventure, outdoor adventure, sorry. Outdoor ed was in high school, right? That was yeah. the, the yeah. course in high school. Yeah. yeah. And so in that program, you got to do like a lot of, I would say crazy things. And I wish back then I was into those things. Mm-hmm. I'm more into it now, but back then I would never have done mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like high school, I think all of us, but me, you and Sean all enjoyed outdoor stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we all enjoy skiing. We all enjoy camping. We all enjoy all of it. And I did an outdoor ed course in high school yeah. where um, basically we went out to a cabin in the woods and we'd only go to first period. Then mm-hmm. we get on a bus or we get on our bikes and we ride out to this cabin in the woods and do all the rest of our schooling out in this cabin yeah. in the woods. And that's what it really triggered like, okay, I want to go further with this. Yeah. Um, and then I got into Algonquin College and to get into the program, you have to do a readiness camp. So you go up to wilderness tours for a weekend and they basically put you through the, <laughs> through the grinder. <laughs> like, True. here we go. Yep. So we had to do a 150 foot rappel off the bungee tower um, we had to do rafting for a day, swim all the rapids. Uh, then they did a mountain bike course and blah, 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 blah. So your grades, yeah, get you that far, but then you have to show that you're actually fit enough to be in the course as well. Um, but it's not just all your outdoor stuff. Like, like it wasn't just outdoor ed. It was also a business course. So we also did business accounting, marketing. So it's basically, it's essentially a business, like a course that gets you ready to open your own outdoor business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately you need lots of money to open your own outdoor business and if you don't have the money to do that you're working for somebody else and you're making minimum wage so it's an extremely exciting uh career to get into however if you don't have uh, money in your background or whatnot or just aren't financially set up to do so you're kind of living like the vagabond lifestyle where you're you know, living out of a car in between jobs and, yeah. um, although extremely fun, that can't last forever. And that's where, um, some of my search and rescue and wilderness first responder stuff really got me thinking about medical. Yeah. And that's when I, uh, you know, was either going to go into nursing or paramedics. And sure. for, unfortunately, paramedics, um, there weren't a lot of jobs at the time and I needed to really think about my future and where yeah. I could go. So nursing. Nursing. <laughs> Because um, when you were at school, like, I, I don't, can't remember if it was high school when you did this or when you were in college and you did, like, winter camping and mm-hmm. you actually, like, dug into snow and, like, slept in <clears throat> that. Uh, that was, uh, we did that in high school, too, but not to the extent we did in, in college. In college, we did, uh, you know, we, uh, it, it was basically all the way around. So they, cu- they taught you the skills to know how to guide, but then they also taught you the skills how to navigate. So basically we, uh, we would bushwhack into the middle of nowhere up in near wilderness tours and snowshoe in, set up a tent or the other method of you, uh, you guys won't know this, but when you're winter camping, if you're trapped in the forest, uh, if you dig down into the snow, um, you can use branches and, you know, like pine branches mm-hmm. and different things to insulate, like put on the bottom so yeah. you're not soaking wet. But yeah. when you're down in the snow, you're warmer than you are on the 
on the surface because mm-hmm. the snow insulates you. So I did yeah. sleep like that for a night. I had a great time. I was in my little snow coffin, and I was happy, happy schmappy. And I had my my uh, winter sleeping bag, yeah. and uh, I just curled up in my little coffin, and I was so happy. And when I got up in the morning, my instructor goes, you're going to lose your nature points or whatever they were because I took some branches off a live tree. So went around and took like one branch off each tree so it wouldn't affect the tree, put it in the bottom. But he said, I'm using these, so blah, blah, blah. So the next night I would sleep with people in a tent. Um, surprisingly, that is a night that I thought I had hypothermia. Really? Yes. It's yeah. probably because like you get more damp in a tent. Like, uh, yeah, and the day was kind of slushy, and by the time we got back to camp, um, the instructors were a big fan of letting us learn things on our own, so we had, like, we had, like, bagels and weird stuff to make for dinner, and, uh, they froze. <laughs> so then, yeah, so then we were trying to unthaw them on, oh, like, over a little camp stove thing, mm-hmm. and, uh, of course, like, we were just tearing apart frozen bread and eating it. It was right. awful. Yeah, yeah. so... By that time, I was so cold, I remember walking down into this ditch to go to the bathroom, and I, you know, bent over to go pee near a tree, and then I was so cold, I couldn't get back up, and I'm like, I'm going to die down here, and it was like, it's funny now, but it was a real, like, I, it was, I was so, like, I couldn't move my fingers, like, I couldn't get my snow pants back done up, and, and then I went back up, and I I crawled my way back up and told everybody up there, I was like, I'm too cold, and so Mm -hmm. we all snuggled in the tent and got warm. Yeah. Um, but we also did, um, when we did our avalanche training and, and different stuff like that, we, uh, stayed at a ski hole, uh, once a week. And the rule was, it didn't matter how cold it was. You were staying outside unless it was raining mm-hmm. all winter. So me and my friends, we built a shelter in the woods and all of us snuggled in yeah. and had coyotes circling our little shelter and stuff all the time. But it was, it was all winter. You had yeah. to, you had to do it. Cause you did, um, ice climbing at some point. As yeah. Well, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, what would you say? Like, what are the top couple experiences through doing that course? Do you find that course? Uh, we like, did a really where was it in Quebec? I think we did a really amazing trip, um, raft trip up in Quebec, mm-hmm. where you know we had to pile up all our rafts and bring them with us, and we went up and did the uh, I think it was the Rouge River. And uh, it's up in Quebec, and okay, it, it was, right yeah, I know, I'm like, yeah, the, know. the look she's giving me, guys, is like, what are you uh, talking no about? Um, it was just, you know, the I think it was the second day, I can't even remember, This we're going back 15 years now, but um, we uh, woke up in the morning and our wetsuits were frozen stiff, so we had to dethaw our, our, uh, our wetsuits over a fire oh, wow. and then slide into them again, but the river was just... You know, it wasn't the same river that we rafted every day, and it was just amazing, beautiful sunshine after that one freezing night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, each rapid, you had these cliffs that everybody would sit up and watch everybody go down, and it was just, it was a fantastic experience for all of us. We had a wonderful time, and our instructors up there were just phenomenal. So there was that trip. Um, another one, if you guys haven't been to Maine, mm-hmm. uh Oh my gosh, we did a sea kayaking trip out there. And like our first 10 minutes of being there, we loaded our kayaks and it's nighttime. We all put our headlamps on and went out in this pod out into the bay. <laughs> and so right as we're leaving shore, picture it, it's like pitch black except for some big ships going out, out yeah. in the harbor. And as soon as we started paddling, our instructor said, stay together in a pod. Well, they didn't tell us that they had all the little bioluminescence in the water. So when you're paddling, the lo- the water lit up oh. and was glowing. So we looked like this little whale going through the water that was glowing. <laughs> and then it was just so neat because every time a boat came near us, we'd all have to turn our headlamps on and turn the same direction so, they would so that the boat could see us. And we'd have to see a boat for uh, <laughs> We'd have to, my, my sister's cat is being a jerk. Um, we'd have to stay in the same formation so that the boats would see that we're a big thing and they wouldn't hit us. Okay, yeah. But that was so neat because we went out to the, all these islands out in the harbor and, uh, you know, they're all old war, um, yeah. shelters like SM, and everything. Oh, the shelters. Uh, yeah, the like war. Yeah, they had forts and stuff. So we got to go down in these really big tunnels through the islands and all wow. these big towers. And I, you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but like going to the bathroom, you know, 
they said you go to the bathroom down on the beach near the ocean so we're on these islands by ourselves there's nobody else around and you're just like sitting there by yourself on this beach yeah you're taking a pee but whatever it was warm and it was beautiful and the the ocean smelled so great but you're also sitting there in this historical place with all this old stuff and True. nobody else around it was just but and the the hills and everything there are just it was gorgeous Wow. I'll never forget those trips. They yeah. Were, yeah, they were fantastic. So that's the thing, like, you, timeline, I'm always bad with timelines, you did your college course, mm -hmm. you worked for Wilderness Tours. I worked for Wilderness Tours during the summer, in between. Oh, okay. Yeah, had the, we had the summer off. Mom always raves about this one story, do you know which story I'm talking about from Wilderness Tours and her? Oh, when I saved her friend. Yeah. Yeah. So my mom, uh, or our mom, went through this time that she went to Wilderness Tours, like, Four or five years in a row, I think. Yeah. Which is on, is it, is it the Ottawa River? Yes, of course, yeah. And there's like, um, I think there's what, mountain biking, rafting, like whitewater rafting. Oh, yeah. So there's whitewater Kayaking. rafting. Um, they have the main channel, which is the big boats. You're going through some big, big stuff um, most of the year. And then they have like the middle channel, uh, which they take like the smaller boats down for more smaller families and stuff like that. And that's where you can do some of your own guiding and things mm -hmm. like that. And then uh, they have a bungee tower. They have, you know, this big platoon boat that takes you on a tour of the flat part of the river, which I always yeah. drove when I wasn't rafting. Yep. Uh, kayaking tours, canoe tours but like in canoe lessons stuff like that mountain biking like all all mm -hmm. sorts of stuff and they had great food that's what mom always said so our mom would every couple of year like every year for a, a weekend or something would go with her little a girls her group yeah or lady friends or whatever they'd have like a, a girls weekend but it was like a i'd say an empowering one like let's go mm -hmm. do some like badass stuff and this one she kept talking about like Josie. i didn't go i think it was josie i'm not quite sure I don't yeah know it was. yeah but they're white row rafting in case their guide on the back front back. Uh, oh, the back. No, 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 the back. Yeah. And my mom raves about it because she's like, whoever like falls out of the boat and in the same instant Kate grabs her by the life jacket and just rips her back out of the water and plops her back in the boat. And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, that story is good. It was, I think it was McCoy's the first rapid, and that first wave is quite a, quite a big hit. So it always pops up the back of the boat, and if you're not ready for it, you're getting you popped fly. out of the yeah. back of the boat and then you go while you're in the middle of this rapid um you have to kind of turn the boat and go down the last little bloopy and in between the first big wave and the second mm -hmm. huge wave uh her friend fell out and yeah it wasn't quite she fell out and i grabbed her and just like ripped her back in she was i had to put my paddle out and pull her back oh, towards okay. the boat yeah yeah like she well, wasn't just it sound so much more smooth it was, it like, was smooth look grab her yeah right back in, all i'm not gonna time. lie i've seen the video it yeah. was pretty smooth yeah yeah no no i stuck my paddle out pulled her in chucked my paddle in the boat and pulled her in yeah and then went back to guiding and i think we went through the last wave uh backwards oh because there was no way that i could turn the boat back around yeah. to go Same straight time, so yeah. i'm like oh whatever and that's a surfing wave anyways because it's yeah. right right after that last wave is like there's still current but it's no more rapids for a while okay so it's pretty safe like you fall out there like Meh. so we always turn around and go back and surf the big boats in yeah. the waves so i was like whatever we're backwards i'm already in position yeah Ta da. that's true yeah <laughs> <laughs> um what did you find, like, being a guide there? Like, was while you were rafting, like, your favorite part of working there? Or was there other parts? Uh, wilderness tours? Yeah, wilderness tours. Um, I don't know. That's hard. You know what? Probably, yeah. yeah. I did have some pretty good times when I, you know, I'm driving a bunch of drunk people around on a pontoon boat. <laughs> um, you know, I had a bunch of drunk guys who were like, we want to jump off, we're hot. I'm like, well, you have to climb your way back into the boat because mm -hmm. I can't stop this thing. Because yeah. this, this thing is like 40 feet wide by 60 feet long. Like, it's not a small platoon oh, boat. Wow. So the platoons are probably three or four feet high. So when you fall out, you got to get your butt yeah. back in. <laughs> so I remember they jumped out and this, you know, this guy had probably a couple too many beverages and <laughs> couldn't get his, his butt back in. So the others go to try to help him and they fall out. I'm like... I'm just standing there on this platoon boat, and I'm like, are you guys kidding me? And it was pretty yeah. funny. Um, I did I did enjoy all of it. I, you know, 
there's always there was always harder times like uh there was one gentleman uh who was with our group with mom mm-hmm. and uh he had a really hard time uh sea kayaking so he kept falling out mm-hmm. and no matter what I did I couldn't keep this man in the boat I tied him onto mine so he didn't have to paddle I tied him beside me like it, and he just kept falling and we had two kilometers to go back he kept falling out he was a lovely lovely man mm-hmm. but it was such a grind to get him back yeah. to shore but yeah, I don't know. I think the best part is rafting, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I loved it. I did not like high water. I almost drowned in high water oh, really? a few times, but yeah, rafting. That's the thing, because like, I didn't get into kayaking until a couple years ago, and I had told you once, it wasn't even rapids. It was just like a slightly wavy day mm. in the river, and I was like, this is great! Mm-hmm. And you're like, you need to go see kayaking. And I was like, I would love that. I yeah. need to do that. Yeah, 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 no. Because I find, the second that I see the waves, I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And I every wave, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, if things <laughs> ever open up again, we'll just go rafting for it's a true. weekend. We yeah, yeah. That's what mom said. She's like, you guys should go sometime. I'm like, I should. I don't know why. Right, does mom not want to go? I don't know. She's older now, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Don't say that. Shh. Don't she tell. No, don't she, tell her mom she said that. She doesn't that. listen to this. <laughs> I know she doesn't. She doesn't know how to... She, one of these days, you gotta show me how to listen to these. So I was like, mm-hmm. No. She's turned into a southern woman. I know. That's yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. We've had a busy day today. Yeah, we did. Um, which, side note, we today are kind of prepping for a camping trip. And yeah, just a car camping trip, but I found the best tent. It's pretty cool. It goes in the back of your truck. So you have a full tent that attaches onto the back of your truck, and it is spectacular yeah. i i wish i could like show you guys a picture through well, talking I, atta- but I could attach it on oh the we're gonna we'll attach go on a picture I'll yeah attach a picture yes yeah best thing and uh so we're waiting for there's another so picture a tent up in the bed of your truck which is fantastic and then there's another piece that attaches from the ground so you have two rooms like this is like like a loft, like you have your one area and then you got your loft area oh, kind of. It's, this is like a childhood dream this is like it's pretty great yeah I always read about tents that had different rooms and stuff like that when we were kids, but of course we never, like, come on, what no, family well, buys those plus things? we didn't have a truck. Like, no, until... but these ones were ground ones, and they would have, mm-hmm. like, rooms. Like, they had a family room and separate oh, rooms you could set. Like, they must have taken you up your whole campsite. Canvas. We always had canvas tents when we were kids, oh, and it was yeah. for our dad has something where he likes to, like, preserve everything from, like, the 50s, I guess. So yeah. he'd go, we were going car camping at Kilbear yeah. uh, Provincial Park here in Ontario, and and he pulls out a freaking can- canvas tent, and it we're like, what the hell? Oh. And then yeah. they get soaked. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it was, that was our family thing, as as Kate said, that we, we were fairly outdoors people. Like, mm. winters you skied, or once we got older, we snowboarded, but, yeah, like, you were always outside, and then in the summer, we would always go camping for a couple of weeks. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Know, like, every yeah. year. Until and, of we course, were... Dad would always take off and go <laughs> windsurfing. windsurfing for the windsurfing. entire day and leave us with poor Mama. Mom's like, I hate camping. Yeah, every once in a while he would drag us behind the windsurfer. Oh, yeah, that we was fun. Yeah, yeah. The seaweed just caught to our feet. Yeah, yeah, that was disgusting. Yeah. But, uh, so, no, we've always been kind of outdoors people. And it's kind of shifted as we've gotten older because, hello, being an adult, you don't get to do everything. And, you know, you what, what I wanted to talk about a little bit, too, is, like, so... After uh, I went to school and did wilderness tours and this and that, I came back here and just wasn't feeling Ontario. So on a whim, I moved out west with a friend, and we were really outdoorsy outdoorsy there. We worked at Whistler. We did this and that. I had a bunch of other friends that worked for, you know, a snowmobiling company, another friend that worked for a dog sled company. So we really had access to everything out there and drove around everywhere. And then coming back to Ontario and getting into nursing, I find it, you know, it's kind of hard. Like, you miss it. I miss mm-hmm. the outdoors. And, you know, you work shift work or you work, well, Carrie kind of works shift work too, basically. Yeah. And and you don't get to do those things. You just don't have the time for it. So I've really made a goal this year, especially during COVID, that, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to get outside a lot more. Yeah. I want to do, even if it's car camping, even if it's just yeah. whatever, I want to be outside. I want to do the things that I love because that really is my passion. And unfortunately, nursing is just kind of a way to make money because yeah. it's a very hard career and it's you know yeah you need something and like at least a lot of people find getting back into nature really kind of resets them mm-hmm. and it makes them kind of feel especially when you've been such been like i think everybody's been in such a clinical 
studying with mm-hmm. the masks and the cleaning and the and the, they don't touch anything. Like yeah. when you're out in nature, like COVID's not in nature. Yeah. Um, you can, that's the one time when we, we went camping last year, right after one of the first lockdowns, a couple of weeks after, and I booked it before COVID ever hit. And I was actually really thankful because even though we were the car camping and you could kind of see other people, it was just so nice to kind of get away and you got to feel <laughs> human for that week. Like, mm-hmm. even though you're dirty because there's no shower. Carrie, cause... Yeah, Carrie and I felt a little different. I thought we were too close to people, and they drove me batty. Like, I was yeah. like, get your kids oh. out of my face. <laughs> like, I really have a they problem. They like, screaming games until, like, midnight. And, like, yeah. like, their kids just play screaming And you know games. what? Like, uh, especially with COVID now, like, I want everybody to enjoy the outdoors. But, like, if you're going to enjoy the outdoors, respect it. Mm-hmm. See, like, you find masks way back in the forest. You... Bring your entire family, which is great. Kids should experience camping and being outdoors. But at the same time, make them respect nature. Nature is not yeah. screaming. Nature is not, you know, there's a time and the place. You go yeah. to the beach, you scream. When you come back to the campsite, enjoy. Whittle a stick. Yeah. Climb the tree. Was, go there was, fishing. There yeah. were times that we were going to bed. And, like, we didn't go to bed, I wouldn't say really early, but we were going to bed, and these kids were still... Running up and down the street with running through our campsite, yeah. yeah, it was really bad. So besides that, like it did feel nice, like get out on the water, yeah. like that was yeah. the best I think for me, like just being able to get out on the kayak and go into like a bigger body of water and just yeah feel like you even though people it, were around to be alone. It was really difficult because I think our whole family it was my mom, my sister, and I, and we were like trying to get out all together. Mm-hmm. But uh, we had my my old man dog Utah mm-hmm. was uh, enjoying his last summer and yeah. you know couldn't come out on the kayak and was really having a hard hard time being away from the entire family. Yeah. So that was kind of stressful that way. Uh, this year when we go next week we can pretty much do whatever we want even yeah. though <laughs> even though I just got a puppy and <laughs> yes yeah puppy involved but hopefully. Puppy Penny will uh, maybe be okay being out on a kayak or mm-hmm. doing different things because she's still so young and not so set in her ways yet. Yeah. <laughs> she's set in her ways. Yeah, <laughs> she is. She's. Yeah. I, I've never had a uh, female dog before, and my, my, don't they have any attitude? <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah. She does. She wants to be more the, the alpha, I find. Like, she always wants uh, to be, like, I'm in charge over, over mom's new dog, Jasper. Oh, yeah. Like, with me at home, she's, she has her moments, but she's getting better and better with learning, like, what I say goes. Mm -hmm. And I've really, like, the other night I watched uh, training videos for three hours on Friday night, and I really enjoyed it. I learned a new trick to, so that she doesn't jump on people when they come up to say hello. And it's really about telling, this is, again, people who are not respecting other people. Mm -hmm. It's really about them respecting me and Penny. And if they can't, follow the rules when they want to come up and say hi to my dog, then you don't get to come up and say hi to my dog. And it's really, I think people expect the world from everybody else. And it's, you know what? The world is not yours. You don't get everything. Penny's my dog. I'm her human. And if we want you to respect our boundaries, then you have to respect our boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all about getting them to approach, you know, slowly and making sure Penny's calm. And if they can't hold themselves back, then go away yeah it's true yeah it's very true so it, it is a little different that way that it's like getting people to because i find watching people interact with jasper because i see people around jasper more than I see penny mm-hmm. but i find that some people will just let them constantly jump at them and you're like please don't like we're trying to teach them out of this so either mm-hmm. don't come to say hello or well, like and this training method is as simple as if you're the or I'm the person coming up to you and I'm like oh it's a puppy mm-hmm. you go can you just wait there for a second and be calm and then I make sure that my dog is calm yeah. and then they can come closer as long as Penny's calm and they're calm and then they can say hello calmly yeah. you don't have to run yeah. up to a puppy and be like ah yeah I, I so that's that. a big training one that I'm doing now I tried it yesterday when I went for a walk through Aurelia and yeah. it really worked <laughs> Which is good, yeah, right? It worked, yeah. I do find like when uh, Jasper and Penny will come play at the house together, and uh, when they're together, it's hard to get them to do anything. And you know what's funny? I cannot tr- find anything about training two puppies together anywhere. It's and they're brother and sister, and it just seems I impossible. Yeah, <laughs> impossible. 
one jumps when you're trying to get the other one not to jump, and then when you try to get the other one not to jump, the other one jumps, and you're like, Bleh. Oh, it's hard, too, because I want to get her involved in as much as I can. So, like, uh, when she was fairly long, young, I, I brought her on a long hike, and she did all right. Like, she got tired, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we did a trail out in... Um, Aurelia, but I didn't want to take her too far because she didn't have, uh, she wasn't fully vaccinated yeah. yet. They're still pretty young. Yeah, and then so I t- I've taken her into stores with me, which mm-hmm. she, I had to carry her, and then she pooped in the middle of the store the first time. Like, so now, like a pep store? Yep. I brought she her into. in the middle of the store? Uh, yep. I didn't need to tell me that. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I brought her into Pet Value because I wanted to get a second crate and, um, some toys and stuff. And yeah. so, oh boy. I had to pick her up and plop her in the store and then drag her across the floor. Super and I'm trying crazy. to juggle a crate and da 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 da. Oh my gosh. She had a runny, nervous poop in the middle of the floor, so I'm there trying to clean that up. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't really care. They had a poop cleanup station right behind me. Did they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I just brought her in again last week and she was okay. Yeah. Like the girls gave me some treats and she was okay. Yeah. And that's when I got her new cute collar or harness, I should say. Oh, the one the that blue she, one. she still has to grow into a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Yeah, which she already halfway did. True. Um, and then I brought her downtown in Aurelia, mm-hmm. walked her around. But I really want to get her into, like, if I want to be outdoorsy, she has to be outdoorsy. Yeah. And she does really enjoy outdoors. Um, we're working on off-leash and stuff like that. Yep. So when we go out for trail walks, she's doing okay, as you've yeah, seen. Yeah. yeah, I've seen, yeah. I think she'll do better on her own yes. without her brother. But until she's older, yeah. Yeah. she's older and she gets... The yeah. pay attention to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so, like, what I'd really like to do, she's really nervous around water unless nobody's around. Which is weird, because when we when you first brought her home, she seemed like she was going to be, like, that instant water dog. And she is getting there. Yeah. Whereas, like, Utah, when I lived in BC and we were doing, like, he had no choice. Yeah. He had no choice. We shoved him on a boat, like, because we had access to yeah. boats all the yeah. time. Like, we always went out in boats. We always, we were always off in the hills. I think he was about five or six months, and we took him up for a hike up a mountain. Okay. So for a while, I think it was about a kilometer of giant boulders we had to climb, and it was very difficult. Like, we had to use our hands to get yeah. up it, and he hopped his way all the yeah. way up there, and he just loved the outdoors, and it was so easy. He never really liked water, but he'd go out on the water mm-hmm. and boats and things like that, and because he had no choice, we did it. My friend also had a dog yep. who led him, yep. like an older dog who helped him. Yeah. He was just such an outdoor dog. Loved he was, winter. Yeah. He'd do anything with us. Like because he's part wolf. That's what I think. I don't, I don't think, think so. He was, but <laughs> I think he, at heart he was part. No, no, no. She wishes he was part wolf. He looks like a big. Black but wolf. like Penny, like it's hard because living in suburbia now. Um, when I'm at home, I have a really hard time getting her. Like not a hard time, but I have to drive somewhere. Yeah. It's not like I live in the wilderness anymore. Yeah. Even if, even at this house, like, it's wilderness, but there's still, it's still, you know, it's kind yeah. of a suburb. We're, we're in a neighborhood. Yeah, a neighborhood, forest, yeah. yeah. So I find it hard, so I just need to take, and the, the hard part is, too, if we're going for a short camping trip, it's hard mm-hmm. to get them used to that. Carrie and I were just saying, like, oh, how's she going to take sleeping in a tent? Yeah. Never mind in the back of a pickup truck, yeah. but, um. How is she going to do sleeping in a tent? Is she going to whine the whole time and mm-hmm. bark or what, like, what's she going to do? Like, yeah. we're not, we're not sure, but if you don't do it, how are you? Yeah. I want my outdoors partner. That's why I got her. I want yeah. my little partner so I can go out and do whatever, whenever and have my dog. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. But she's really attentive. I feel like she, she picks things up. She's very aware of what you're doing and like, I feel like she's still so young. Are they even four months yet? They're four months now. They're four months. So yeah. Like, uh, so small. Yeah. I feel like I can hear them begging you away downstairs right now, <clears> to be honest. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, they are, they're, they're doing really well for, I think, how young they are. Mm-hmm. Right? Like. It's hard, though. Like, that's another aspect of, like, living in the adult world and not just running around doing the outdoor adventure lifestyle mm-hmm. is that, you're, that means your pets have to be in the adult lifestyle, too. Whereas, like, when I lived in BC or did outdoor adventure or whatever, your dogs just come with you. I had an instructor who taught his dog to portage. So when he was doing his kayaking down the rapids, his dog would jump off the front of his kayak, go onto the shore and he'd go portage and it would run down the side of the banks of the rapid following him as he went through the rapid. And then at the bottom of the rapid, he'd go over to shore and the dog would jump on the front of his whitewater kayak. 
Mm-hmm. That'd be crazy. I see mm-hmm. someone that I don't know about White Water Rapids, but I follow people on Instagram. That there's one person that he, he has a cat. Go skiing with him on his shoulder. Yeah. In the kayak. Like, yeah. Everything catches like. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and, and you see, and that's because he made like he had the yeah. opportunity to bring this cat with him at all times. Whereas, it's hard. It's harder for us to. It's harder for us to. Sorry, uh, there's something going on downstairs. <laughs> We're not quite sure. Dogs banging around. But yeah, like if you have the opportunity, and that's why I'm just forcing myself, because we're tired, both Carrie and I, like we're mm-hmm. tired, like I'm tired, I need a break, mm-hmm. I'm tired, and then days off, you want to do stuff, and then you're tired from doing stuff, so and then you're back at work. So you also have to adult stuff and go grocery shopping <coughs> and clean your house. Yeah, so even like, even this uh, camping trip that we're going on, it's just car camping, but still, we work until the day before you go. Mm-hmm. I have a few days off next week, and then that's it, and you're tired so then you're driving up and then you have to set up this and that and it's hard just see i'm used to going on month-long vacations to like thailand or panama or wherever with my one friend and i'm you know like missing it (laughs) yeah it's true and the, the thing is i'm missing traveling but i think i'm missing just getting away from the normal grind of life right and that's why like it's like okay like camping for a couple of days like, depending on how COVID goes, it's, like, maybe next year it's, like, okay, well, like, book a, like, a cottage in the middle of nowhere or something like that for, like, mm-hmm. a couple weeks. Like, not this year, but, like. Or, general. like, um, like a longer uh, a canoe trip mm. where you portage or at least canoe out for, you know, 50K out to yeah. an island. You stay on the island. But, again, like, yeah, it takes a lot of work. It does. It takes it really a lot does. of work. Like, I wish I could be that people that, like, there are a lot of people I know that, like, they do it, like, every weekend, but they have Monday through Friday jobs, and mm-hmm. neither of us do. Like, no, it doesn't work that no, way. No, and I find, like, especially right now with the housing the way it is, too, like, I'm paying a lot of money for rent, mm-hmm. and, like, there's not a lot left over, so you need to kind of be innovative and find these things that you can do for... Cheaper. Cheaper yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Very true, because, like, for, for you, it's rent. For me, it's I, I didn't work for a long time mm-hmm. with COVID, right? So you kind of had to figure out something that didn't cost you money oh, to exactly. be able to actually have a good time. But, um, like, speaking of your trips, because, like, like, why can't I only think of the two that you just listed? Well, we went on a family trip, so we know about that one. Oh, yeah, we went to Cuba. Yeah. And then I think maybe it's the next year I went to... Panama for a month. Yeah. A friend of mine and then uh which was like a life changing. It was great. Mm-hmm. We met up with some Australian guys and sailed on them with their sailboat for yeah. the majority of the time. But then we'd be like, Hey, are you guys still gonna be here in a week? And they were like, Yeah, yeah. So we'd take off and go surfing, like yep. drive down the coast and go surfing for a while yeah. and it was great. And I think the next year I remember we went to uh Went to Cuba again with my friend, then went to Thailand, I went to Mexico for a week, mm-hmm. like 10 days on my own for a backpacking yeah. and stayed at a hostel. That was different. Yeah. And uh, and then I went to Costa Rica, yeah. I think was the last one I did for a few weeks. Yeah. 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 And then COVID ruins everything. Yeah. It's funny though. It's funny who you go on trips with and how they really make the trip. Cause it my does make a difference. It does. Like, yeah. family's always different. We're all comfortable with each other, so you can... Everybody gets grouchy at some yeah. point. Everybody doesn't. You're <laughs> yeah. not with some friend that you've never traveled with. But, like, uh, Panama and Thailand, great times. Um, don't really like to travel with a group of people. No, not going to lie. It's so much harder, I think. Like, I haven't done big trips, but, like, mm. even when I'm used to traveling with mom, even just traveling with the family, I did find it was a different dynamic of... If there's more people we have to, like, kind of figure out, or do we split up, do we this, do we yeah. that? Yeah. And I'm very much, uh, everything has to be equal. We were talking about this about camping, but it's like, okay, well, if I'm going to, like, prep all of the food before the, the camping trip and have everything packed and everything planned, I'm not cooking when I'm there, or I'm not mm. cleaning. Like, everyone needs to do their share, and I did find, like, times that I've been with other people that it doesn't happen that way. No. That no. sometimes you're like, well... It never really works out equal, but, like, my one friend and I, like, we kind of get into a group where we both take out the same mm-hmm. amount of money, and if it's meals or this or that that we're paying for, unless it's something that you're bringing home, home with yeah. you or something extra that isn't part of your, like, daily living when you're out backpacking, yeah. we just split. 
And then if one person ran out of money, we used the other person's money till they ran out and then got out the same amount of money again. True. And it actually, like, for the two people, works out fantastic. That's but true. now you add two more into that, there's four. Well, now they're vegetarians, and they only want this food, which means yeah. you can't eat at the street carts anymore, which, one, are a lot safer to eat at in Thailand. Like, yeah. a lot. Because oh, really? they're, it's fresh food, right? Like, it's fresh food in the carts Other every day. Other than the scorpion, that yeah. was crunchy. Yeah. And then the restaurants, you know, like, it, I, this is what I've been told. I'm not trying to... The restaurants, it sits for longer, so you have mm-hmm. more of a risk. Anyways, didn't get sick while we ate at street carts. Got sick when we ate at a restaurant. Yeah. And sick for, like, two and a half weeks. Like, it was oh. horrible. Um, but now we're eating more expensive food. So all of a sudden, your, yeah. you know, 10,000 baht goes in two days instead of yeah. four days. So... Yeah. You know, like, it's just different dynamics. Like, the personalities, the talking, the, oh, the decisions, like, oh, mm-hmm. it's too much. I enjoyed it. I had a great time. Would I do it again? Maybe if it was the right people. Like, yeah. maybe if we went camping or something first so I could see. But, like, a month in different country together is a little bit much. Sure, and I've, like, I haven't done a lot. I, I, I don't think I, I've only traveled with one friend. One trip went okay, and it was mm-hmm. to Cuba. Another trip was a, a road trip out east, and no offense, it did not go smoothly. No. Like, there was a lot more, like, annoyance because someone would want to drive longer when they shouldn't because they were kind of a little loopy, and it was, yeah, it was not well, enjoyable. And then, like, that's so Thailand, like, overall, if you're looking at, like, that kind of, mm-hmm. like, like, that was just somewhat annoying, and it was just a different dynamic, and it wasn't as easy. Like, the yeah. first couple of trips with my one friend was so... Like, yeah, we had little squabbles here and there, but whatever, we get over it. It was just so easy, and then having that group of four was harder. Yeah. Going to Costa Rica, on the other hand, it was a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, A very different dynamic in that friend. Yeah. Not friend. Was (laughs) friends at the time. Um, But, yeah, it does make a huge difference. Like, even though you think you get along in life, a trip is so different. That's... That's it's 24 hours with somebody that you I think to. you can be different personalities and get along great on trips. Mm-hmm. However, if that if one person is less ambitious than the other one and yeah. is like almost specifically trying not to try new things yeah. or complaining yeah. about contri- yeah. like so if I'm on a trip with you and I'm like I want to try this, yeah. just say yes. You don't have to do well, it. I'll try time, it, right? Most time you know me, I will. If it's something like getting yeah. on the back of an ATV in Greece, I go, you drive, I'll be on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, right? Like, you make little compromises all the time. But if there's not, if there's that thing where you just can't try anything mm. because they're so negative about it, uh, really, really, like, that is the first trip. I love Costa Rica. Fan fantastic yeah i want to bring you guys there so bad yeah, i hate traveling places where oh it's my god yeah but up in the mountains it's cooler yeah. it is i was wearing pants and shoes and like two sweaters like it's oh, yeah. cool yeah fantastic and it would you know it would get all of our different likes in there like i like the heat you guys mm-hmm. have to put up with heat and then when we go to the mountains i have to put up with the cold yeah. for a while like it's a really rounded country and it's beautiful like unbelievably beautiful Mm -hmm. friendly people easy to get around great car that we rented it was the four by four like it was fantastic food fantastic did i have diarrhea once no (laughs) so that says (laughs) something that that is great after thailand and like basically well not basically shitting my pants on a boat like like that is sick (laughs) like come on so Costa Rica not having diarrhea, thank God. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it has everything there. It has yeah. the ocean. It has the mountains. It has the volcanoes. It has swimming. It has, you know, the cloud forest. It yeah. has, like, hummingbird gardens where you go and they land on your hand. Wow. Hummingbirds land That's on so your crazy. hand. Like, just fantastic. And to have that taken somewhat away by someone who is just so negative um it's hard it was a hard i've never wanted to come back from someplace so bad i could not drive from the airport to the house fast enough to just be separated which is so sad for something that like it could be such an amazing time to just Mm -hmm. be like 
screwed over a person, and it's not even like you just be like, you stay here because you guys are constantly moving. I'll say, like, you went yeah. from hospital to hospital to hospital yeah. instead of just staying at the same place. Because otherwise, it would be like, I could have seen you just being like, I'm you're, you're sick. Do whatever you want at the hotel, and I'm yeah. going to go yeah. do blah, Yeah, blah, blah. we weren't, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have uh, left that person on the beach for quite some time. Yeah. And what's funny is, like, you know, you get, I think it's the background, too. Yeah. Like, obviously, I went to school for a dirt venture. You had to get along with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, if you had differences, whatever, you just... Or if you didn't want to do something or you're scared, you talked about it and said, I'm nervous. Yeah. And That's people supported you. Now. Like, I feel yeah. like you, you, as a nurse in healthcare, there are moments that you're like, oh, shit, like, this is a scary situation. But you have to, like, work together and just deal with it or, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, no, it's just, uh, it taught me a lesson, let's yeah. say. Like, I, I was nervous beforehand and I should have just listened to my yeah. gut because. It's usually right. Well, yeah, that's the thing I, I do find that, like, as I get older, it's like, the second my gut says something, like, I it, I would say 98% of the time when my gut says mm. blah, 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 oh, it's right. Yeah, and that's I right. I need to listen to it. So, um, yeah, it takes as long. true as of this week. As yeah. Of this week, yeah. yeah. And so, it it is one of those things that it does, it does make growing up, like, I wish I would have trusted myself back in my twenties, mm. right? We're both in our thirties now, and it's like, why did it take us this long to be like? Ah, it's life, right? Like now we're old and creaky, and <laughs> I thought you're the old and like crinkly, like all the cracks and the like, like I can't get out of bed. No, <laughs> creaky. Ow. Well, yeah, I I do find I I seem to be more bitter at life lately. Uh, yeah. In the world, so. No, I just keep looking forward to like traveling again. It's hard because I think about now that mom has a dog, I have a dog. I'd love to go on another family trip. My dog is probably a little <laughs> bit more um, prepared to stay alone in a kennel for a bit. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're puppies. They're resilient. They'll, they could make it. Like, I really miss. I find it very. I don't know, mundane, is that the word for it? It's very, like, uh, it's like Groundhog's Day every day here. Oh, okay. I like going to different countries. I like experiencing the different culture. I like smelling the different smells. I like seeing how other people live. I find it fascinating. Like, uh, I I base a lot of my trips on the food, maybe Mm -hmm. because I very much enjoy food, and... um, I base a trip also if I fall in love with a little town I'm in. Like, oh, yeah. Right? Because I find normally every country I've been to, there's been a little town that I've gone to that I'm like, oh, it's just that only feeling. You yeah. get that feeling, and that feeling, I miss that feeling. So I recently got a little taste of culture because we've been in lockdown for so long. Mm-hmm. I walked through a little town, well, my town, Aurelia, <laughs> and uh, my friend and I were picking, we just thought we were picking up dinner to take back to my place, because we're like, oh, whatever, yeah. we'll sit on my patio instead of another one, and we turned the corner to go and pick up the food, and the whole street was locked down, and everybody was out having drinks and laughing and wow. playing games, and there was live music, and I looked around, and I almost got upset, because I was like, oh my god, look at this, this is a culture, this is something, this is uh-huh. a feeling, like a life like it's just yep. that life feeling again and I was like I, she and you know my poor friend she's talking away to me about this and that and I'm just like oh my god <laughs> did you see the people I saw there was people and they and they were drinking and they were talking to each other and there was people there was people like a kid, like a oh yeah oh my god did you see I did this? I did and she kept <laughs> yeah. looking at me and I'm like you don't understand there was people so we made a little pact and we had a little girls night just at the end of July and we went out just a few of us and went to a restaurant on a patio mm-hmm. and we split so four bottles of wine and got yeah. food and then went back to my patio at home and yeah. had drinks and and I was like, oh my God. And that is the feeling that I normally get when I travel mm. because it's different. It's life. Yeah. Like you go down, oops, bump the mic. That's okay. Like, when I went to Mexico there on my own at Isla Mujeres, a um, little island off Cancun that a friend at work tuned me into, and I got there, and I went to the hostel, and the hostel was a little bit meh, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. So 
but I went down to the docks and I sat on the docks um, under this umbrella by myself and I ordered some white wine and I got ceviche and all this food and I was yeah. like, I don't care, I'm going to eat whatever I want. Yeah. And I just watched like the dock life, the fishermen and like the different people coming and going mm-hmm. and it's not too, too touristy. So it was a lot of just locals just doing their thing yeah. and it was so fantastic. I loved it. I could right. just sit there all day and watch it. Right? It's so true. Because I, I, I bet you can picture the same spot. When we were in Greece, it was the mainland, and it was one of our last ports, and we stopped after going to see the original Olympic site. And we, Mykonos? No, near Olympia. And we were right at the at the water's edge, and we got this little table. There's bees everywhere, but we, I think we bought honey or olive oil from a local thing. We just sat on a bench, and we just, like, snacked and just sat yeah. there. It was great. I don't like, remember. No, I, I just said this to our mom. I was like, Carrie's going to say stuff, and I'm not going to remember it. That's okay. Sorry. Where, other, okay, there, wait. Tell me. Were we facing? We were sitting on a bench? Mm-hmm. And? We were sitting on a picnic table bench in front of a whole bunch of different shops, and we had bought and some food. I there think. was like a round cove? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I think I remember that spot. Yeah. There's a lot of spots that we had, but it was just sometimes there's those moments that you just can picture from you could probably picture different ones. I think I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and it just feels so different to just be able to be like sit there and just enjoy the culture and enjoy mm-hmm. like I don't know. I, I think the like first time on that trip I got that was in Venice. And mm-hmm. we were sitting at that little table right near the hotel, right on the on the what do like call our that first thing? dinner the canal. The, the canal like the uh, I don't even know if we got dinner. It was really bright out and Sean didn't have his luggage and Yeah. And we sat there There's a right of us. Yeah, yeah. And we got wine. I just remember the chips or something they brought out. I don't even remember it's probably dinner. Probably bread cuz it's Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I loved it there too. And then we went to that fancy restaurant a few nights later yeah. and I got so drunk. It's and I thought a, we were going to barf a, on the gondola. It was a vegetarian <laughs> place, but it was so Good and it was yeah. such a beautiful little alley canal, like it oh. was like a side canal. So that when night you I first, cried. yeah, like when we got on the gondola, it just yeah. felt so. I was loaded. Perfect. Pardon. <laughs> I was loaded. Oh, probably. It yeah. was. It was the first time I felt like because that was my first time across um seas across seas. Other yeah. than like, I mean, Cuba doesn't really count, but uh-huh. it was it was something that I felt like I was never able I was never gonna be able to do and sitting in the yeah. gondola and someone started singing Italian to us. Oh yeah, that? yeah. Who's on a bridge across? They started singing. It was just like that, just perfect moment, and it was just like not weeping, just like a good little little. Yeah, you're like, happy. Oh, yeah. This is so good. Like, I get that when people play uh, live music outside, like on mm-hmm. the street. I'm like, I get like that. But remember that place? Like, so when we first sat down at that little restaurant. Everything was boarded up, and there was, like, two tables outside, and we were like, uh, is this the place? <laughs> so we sat down, and there was, like, no lights on. It was just, like, the glow from the sun, and we were near the, next to the little canal, like, this little, I don't know, canal. This little canal. Yeah. yeah well, and, uh, and then the lights, like, the sun started going down, and the lights turned on. There's all these little lanterns mm. lighting up the little canal and lighting up. It was, like... Like we were in an old movie. Yeah. It was like we were in Lady and the Tramp. It was yes. like, yeah. <laughs> Even though I don't think Lady and the Tramp is set over there, but yes. Yes, it is. I was set in like New York. I don't know. Somewhere <laughs> in America. They have spaghetti. That's all I know. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Yeah. Um, oh my god, my neck. But like, let's say COVID is. Let's pretend COVID is done right now. If you could travel, what is your first destination? With who? Whoever you would want it to be be a number of people indonesia okay uh (laughs) indonesia portugal spain croatia costa rica galapagos islands yeah love to go to africa but i think number one indonesia yeah i I can't even picture what that place like what the culture seems like there so it's like like the like thailand (laughs) okay it's like below ish Thailand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing, right? So ho- hopefully in 2022. I don't think so. No, you, like the wall. Well, each time there's more and no. more variants and blah, blah, blah. No, you like everybody's like, oh, we're vaccinated. We're in the clear. No, no, we're not. No, mm. they're going to keep this thing running for whether it's whatever people believe, whether it's real or not, we're all mm-hmm. stuck in it. And, uh, 
Yep. Yeah, it's going to happen, whether you want it to or not. So get prepared, because, Carrie, I moved this year, and I had to buy all my shit offline, and it was awful. It was, yeah. Yeah. Everyone had to live through that, because you moved right in kind of the hype of the lockdown, stay-at-home, can't-buy non-essentials. Oh, right when they started blocking up the clothing mm-hmm. in the grocery store, so you couldn't get anything. Yeah, you had to order yeah. everything but groceries. So, moving yeah. into a new house, literally ordering everything off Amazon. I already had a lot of stuff, but, like, you need blinds, people. Yeah. So. Yeah. There were things, like, I felt bad for people that had young babies. Yeah. Because kids' clothes weren't considered essential, and I didn't agree with that. Because little babies grow out of clothes so fast. Like, oh, yeah. and sometimes ordering stuff, it wouldn't get there on time, and I, I just felt so bad for them. It's just, well, it was stupid. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> my, my one cat is clawing the chair beside my sister, and he's climbing up it right now, and it's terrifying. Oh, her. God. Um, um, he's not attacking her. He's just climbing up the chair. Um, uh, no, like, and our brother said to me, not I don't know, I guess it was a couple months ago now, he's like, you know, this COVID stuff, and I hate to sound like, our father, who mm-hmm. thinks this is a permanent paradigm shift, oh, and the world has changed, and yeah. yes, it's changed, but, like, we can still go back to somewhat of a normal mm-hmm. existence, no matter what, after this. It, it, yes, it's going to be changed, but, like, we're not going to be living in bubble cars forever. Yeah. But uh, my brother said, you know, um, I don't think there'll ever be a time that I will fly without a mask on. Yeah. Now. I had said that for a couple years before COVID mm-hmm. hit. I felt like I always got sick on a plane, and I was like, mm. like I want to say five or six years ago, I started sanitizing everything I touched in a plane because I mm. heard they don't clean down a lot of your personal spots. So mm. I would, I, I'd be disinfecting, but I still just always came home not feeling well, and so I had always thought about getting a mask, and then now with COVID, it's like, oh, definitely yeah. I'm not doing nothing. And like, and I think. Like, I think all of us would love to go see Sean. He's yeah. down in the States, down in San Francisco area. And um, I think the last time I saw him was, I don't even know, two years ago? 2019 three, Christmas. Three, yeah, three years ago. Oh, yeah. And then Mom, Mom and I had gone down there for to visit him before we went on a uh, backcountry hiking mm-hmm. trip together in Wyoming. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't really the best visit. We were both nervous about our hiking yeah. trip and stuff. So it would be nice to go back and see him. And he bought a house. And yeah, get to. I know. And the, the whole family up here is just like, tell us when you're coming home, and we'll be here. Like, just if mm-hmm. you if you're gonna fly up, Sean, let us know. If and it's and it's 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 hard when your family is close by and you can't see them. It's even harder when they're in a different country and you can't see them. Right? Well, like, so Q, truck tent. Um, I was thinking about, you know, uh, maybe making a trip down there at some point driving, Mm -hmm. drive down to see him, bring the dog down, bring whoever wants to come down and then just stay in some national parks on the way down like see, you know, stay wherever. Uh, I I can't think of any national parks. I don't know the route to get down there, so I can't even tell you. Well, I know when they drove down there to begin with, my brother brought a whole bunch of stuff down with my dad. Yeah, they did the Grand Canyon (laughs) and random stops, but I mean, it's quite the road trip. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Quite a lot of gas, but not so much once you're there because he has a a condo or whatever. What is it? He's got a condo. Condo down there now, so. that's kind of nice, but I just thought, like, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. It would be a cool road trip. Mm-hmm. I was always very envious of the boys that did that when Sean was uh, going down there. Our family has a boys thing, boys club. Only the boys can go. Isn't that just telltale for all, all of life? Time. That's not all of the time. Oh, really? That's just some of the time. All the time. You think what you want. I know the family's listening. I don't agree with her. Boys Club. Uh-huh, sure. But uh, we are getting to the end of our time, Kate. Is there anything else you would like to say to people before we go away? If you'd like to buy a motorcycle, please contact <laughs> Carrie. Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, my sister's trying to sell her motorcycle, so uh, if you were wondering, you can, sure, DM me on the Instagram account. It's a 2011 Kawasaki Ninja 400. It's black. Pretty. That's all I know. It's one of my adventurous things, which I love, but I don't use, and I need 
to just move on. Yeah. Here's her sales pitch that people were here forever about her motorcycle that might be sold by the time this is posted. Mm. <laughs> it runs great, has lots of power, pristine condition. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's a motorcycle, people. Yeah, if you want a, a black ninja, <laughs> contact Gary. Oh my gosh. Right? Um, I'm going to say my quick little spiel. So, uh, everyone, thanks for listening. Um, make sure to like, follow, subscribe, rate five stars. Um, come and check us out at Abnormal Adventures Podcast on Instagram or the website at www.abnormaladventures.ca. Uh, yeah. Thank be, you, Kate. be kind. Yes. Be, be kind, kind and respect each other. Yep. That's the motto of this today's podcast. Yep. Be kind and respect each other. I like that. Let's go forward with that. Be kind and respect each other. Thank you so much for talking to me, Kate. Bye. Bye.